record and the the name that you still have until Thursday, I believe. Right here. Okay. Uh, today's class uh, is donated by Mr. David Yadid. Uh, Today we're being recorded. Um, we left off yesterday talking about Hillel Azaken, and we were in the middle of Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph. Our plan is to try to add a little bit every day. And then we'll have a Friday morning, uh, not Friday, a Wednesday morning and Wednesday afternoon class, which will cover Wednesday and Thursday's class. And then Bezat Hashem, Shabbat will make up for the rest of it. Nice haircut, Mike. Okay. We are ready to start at the two dots. Tanu Rabbanan. Ma'aseh b'nochri echad. Sheba l'fnei shamay. There's a story of a certain goy who came in front of Shammai. Um, before I actually start the story, I want to just look up one thing. So in all these cases, we're going to see a cases where Hillel is going to be quick to take Gerim, and Shammai is going to be slow to take them. Uh, how Shammai is allowed to push up Gerim nowadays, we understand that clearly. It could be in those days they were less uh, they were less suspicious of Gerim uh, converting, not like nowadays. And they were more open to him. But let's see the Gemara inside. Says the Gemara. There was a story with a certain going. came in front of Amalo, he said to him, Kama Torot How many different Torahs do you Jews have? Amalo Stein, he said, We have two. Torah Shemechtav, Torah Shemabbeh. Of course. Amalo, Shemechtav, Anima Minecha, Shemabbeh, Anima Minecha. He says, I believe in Torah Shabalpeh. I don't believe but Torah Shabikhtav, I don't believe in Torah Shabalpeh. Gayareni Amraj Tamidini Torah Shabikhtav. Um convert me and then you'll teach me Torah Shabikhtav. Ga'ad Baba Tiubanizifa. He yelled at him and he kissed him. Because he says, if you don't if a person, as the Gemara says, a person says, I'll keep the whole Torah. I'm ready to convert, keep the whole Torah, but I need to wear shatnez. We tell him, listen, it's all or nothing here. You're accepting 613, or you're accepting nothing. We're not interested. So therefore, you don't want to talk about pay your out. Baal Hillel, he came in front of Hillel, right? Yom Kama, the first day, Amalo, he told him, okay, I'm sorry. He came to Hillel, and Gaire, he converted him. Yomakama, the first day, Amala, he taught him, Aleph, Bet, Gimel. Dalit. Okay. Namafar, Apichme. The next day, he taught him, Dalit, Gimel, Bet, Aleph. Amala, so the Gad told Hillel, Hello, Etmolo, Matri, Haki, didn't you tell me yesterday it was Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalit? Amala, so he told him, Lav, Dalidika, Samcha. 
Don't you see that you're relying on me? If I tell you I'll pick you a dollar or this, you have to rely on me. I'll pay God not me some of the Trust me that this Torah shall pay also. And he believed. Teach me the Torah while I'm standing on one foot. Even though, even though it sounds like he's making a joke, it seems like he, what he wanted to say was that teach me the main rule of Torah that I can get it quickly. So, what did he do? He pushed him at the at the, the, the binyan, at the building. She be I that was next to him. There's a reason that Chadal say why he pushed him at the building. came to and he converted him. Whenever you don't like, don't do to your friend. That's the main part of the Torah. The rest of the Torah is all a perush for that. Zilgamor, don't finish it up. So he told him the main thing was the Torah. He saw that he was serious and he converted him. A story about a goy, a goy who was walking behind Bet Midrash. Vishamak called Safed. He saw, he heard the sound of a uh, a little kid teaching, a little kid teacher. Shaya Omer, ve'ela begadim asher yasu, choshin ve'efod. He saw him teaching the kid about the big day kiuna. Amar, so the goy said, Halalu lemi, who has to wear these special garments? Amrulo, they told him, Kohen Gadol. Amar, so he said, Otono chibatzmo, so the, the goy told himself, Elech bet gayer, b'shi simuni Kohen Gadol. You know what? If that's what that's what it is, I don't mind converting, and I'll become the Kohen Gadol. I agree to convert so long as I become the Kohen Gadol. Again, he pushed him to the building that was next to him. He had a reason why we did the building. He came to Hillel, he told him, We can only make you the king or the Kohen Gadol if you know the rules. Go learn the laws of being going at all. Halach v'kara. He went to read the Torah, the Goy. Once he got to the Pasuk of v'hazara karev yumat, that a non-Jew who go that a non-Kohen Gadol who goes in the bed, in the Kodesh Kodeshim dies, Amal he asked, v'kraze aminemar. Who is it talking about here when they say that someone who goes in the Kodesh Kodeshim has to die? So Hillel told him, So he doesn't make a difference who it is. If the guy's not a Kohen and he goes into the Kodesh, even if it's David Amelech, he'll get killed. He made a Kavachom himself. The Jews are considered Hashem's children. Hashem called the Jews, my firstborn son Jews, right? And Katim Alemet says still about that. Ger Hakal, a ger who's light, lighter than a Jew. Shebab Miklo Butur Milo, who's coming in with his uh, stick. He doesn't have zechut avot, right? He's just walking in, right? A ger like that. 
could he could he walk in? Allah Kama Bakama, how much more so he can't go to serve the Kudash. So he went in front of Shemai. Right? So he told him, Am I fit to be a Kohen Gadol? I can't be good at Kohen Gadol. It says, Thank you, Hillel, for your humility was what brought me under the wings of the Shekhinah. All three Gideon one time came to the same place. Amru, and they said to each other, It was the strictness of Shammai, which almost kissed us out of Olam Abba. But Hillel's his, um, his humility brought us close to Hashem. Okay. We are now seven lines in the bottom of the page. Says the Gemara, Amar Rish Lakish, Mind Yichti Vahaya Emunot Atecha Etecha Hosen Yeshuot Chokmot Vedeot, Yirat Hashem Yotzro. That's a Pasuk in Yeshaya. What is it referring to? Emunot Zuse Dezalim. When we say Emunot, it's talking about the first sentence of Mishnayot. Atecha is the sentence of Moed. Hosen is the sentence of Nashim, Yeshuot is the sentence of Nizikim, Kochmot is the sentence of Kochim, Zda'at is the sentence of Zda'at. Apilachi, Yirat Hashim Yotzoro. Even though you need all these things, Yirat Shamayim is more important than all those things, because the Pasuk ends up with Yirat Shamayim is the treasure. Because even though a guy has all these six Siddharim Mishnayot, still the treasure is fearing Hashem. And the same Pasuk, in, that was Rish Lakish, the treasure for the Pasuk of Yishaya. Now we have Rava coming in. He says, when a person goes into Shemayim, the first person, when he comes up to Shemayim, they take him into judgment. And when you come to judgment, Omrim lo, Nasat, now by the way, it's interesting, I saw a beautiful story. Somebody walked into Yeshiva's Panovich, and the Panovich Rav was showing him around, and he saw them, all the people learning very hard. He asked the Rav, he says, uh, are they studying for a particular test that's coming up? He says, well, the brother Richard Rav says, he says, in this institution, we don't give tests. But everyone is studying for a test. They're studying for the big test after 120 years old. That's what everyone's studying for. That's what we study for in this institution. Everyone's studying only for that test. And it's the truth. In the yeshiva, when there's no test, what are they studying for? We're studying for the big test. This Gemara is discussing the day of the big test. So he says, When a person comes in for the big exam, they ask him the following question, the first question on the test. Were you honest with your dealings? Number two, Did you have a set time to learn Torah? Did you did you involve yourself in in having more children? Did you prepare? Did you wait and and um, anticipate Hashem's salvation of Mashiach? Pilpalta Did you uh, learn with Chokmah? 
which means did you figure out something from something else? And still, he ended off with the pasuk Yirat Hashem If you have Yirat Hashem in, then you can then you can make it on the day of judgment. What's the mashal to? A guy tells his messenger, Please put me a core big amount of wheat in my attic. Halach ve'alalo. He got the guy did the job. Amalo, evartali b'hen kav chumtin chumton. Did you put me at least a little uh, quart of chumton, which is a type of dirt, which causes the wheat not to spoil? Amalo lo. The guy tells him, no, I didn't. Amalo mutav lo heleta. It's better if you didn't put it there. Now it's all gonna rot because you didn't put the the kav of chumtin. And once we mentioned Chomtim, Tan de Beishmael, Me'erev Adam, Kab Chomtim, Bekur Shel Tivua, Be'enoch Hoshesh. If you mix a Kab of Chomtim into your Kur Tivua, it's fine, you're not cheating anyone. Because, don't worry, it's not going to get ruined with this Chomtim. Uh, another statement by Gerat Shemayim. Amar Abah Baravuna, Kol Adam Shesh Motora, turn the page, Be'enlo Gerat Shemayim, a guy who has Torah without Gerat Shemaim, he's like a treasurer who they gave him the inside key and they didn't give the key to the outside door. He can't get into his treasure. Similarly, if a person doesn't have Gerat Shemaim, you might have all the Torah in the world. You have the key once you get in. Woe is a person who has no courtyard and he makes a gate to the courtyard, but he can't get into the courtyard. When I get a chime, he can't get in. Hashem created the world so we should fear Hashem. Hashem made the world so we fear Him. Rabbi Simon, Rabbi Eliezer, have a yatvi. Rabbi Simon, Rabbi Eliezer, was sitting. Khalif Azil. Someone passed in front of them. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha. Amalechad Bechaver. One told his friend, Nikum Mekaver. Let's stand in front of this guy. The Gavad Dechil Chatinhi, because he fears Hashem. Amalechidach. We should get up. This guy knows Torah. So the first guy told him, I told you that he fears Hashem. You're telling me that he knows Torah? Fearing Hashem is much bigger than knowing Torah. Let's assume Let's assume we know it was two rabbis talking, Rabbi Simon and Rabbi so let's assume there was a Rebbeinu who said that the guy, that the rabbi was a, the one who feared sin. Why? The Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Elazar, and all Hakadosh Baruch Hu ba'olamo ele Yirat Shemayim levad. All Hashem has in the world is Yirat Shemayim. Shneimad va'atayisel ma'ashem shulani nafkim liyirat Hashem. All all Hashem has to do is to fear Hashem. Uchti va'yomer adam hen Yirat Hashem yomaka. Shkem alushi kori la'achat hen. Tistayim. So we see that Rabbi Lezer was the one who said this thing that Hashem is the main thing in the world. Therefore, he's probably the one who focused on Yirat Shalayim. 
the Rasha of Ula. This is not Ula, this is Rav Ula. My Dechtiv, Al Harbeh. Don't be very evil. What does that mean, don't be very evil? Shouldn't be evil at all. Rather, what does it mean? Harbehu Dolorosha, don't be very evil. Hama'at Lersha, but you should be a little evil. Ela, Lemisha, Chalshum, Berodef. If you ate a little garlic and your breath smells, she eat more garlic, so your breath will smell worse. We often think, this is a very, very important lesson. We often think that once we did Avera, okay, we're not the best people already, chalas. Let's throw ourselves out. But now, the Torah is telling you that a very, very important thing is don't be too much of a, of a rasha. A little rasha Hashem maybe could forgive you for. But just because you did a little sin means you have to do a lot of sins. That's for shalom. Tarash Rabba Barula, same rabbi. My dictiv ki en chatzarbot le motim ubari ulam. Amar Koshmaku, Lord Ayamashim Shem Kharedim va Atherim. It's not enough for the going for the Rishaim that they're not scared of me. And they're not scared of the day of death. El Shivam Barilam Kiulam. Their hearts are strong. Like a like a, a, a like a like a like a like a strong man, like a weightlifter. They feel like nothing. They feel like not, they, they should be the most scared of Yom Adim, and they're chilled as anything. This is what Rabbi says. This is the way of a fool. Lamo, the goyim, the rishayim know that this is their root. Their root is on the way to Gehinam. And still, they still have fat on their stomachs, which means they don't even feel any problems. Maybe they forgot that they're going to die. No. They're talking about death, and they still don't care. You see people, they're joking around about the fact that they're going to be burning you now for this. And they know it, and they don't care. That's how Hashem gives these people the ability to just ignore what they know is going to happen. Okay, now let's get back to our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, we mentioned that the first rabbi said, If the guy put out the candle because he doesn't want to lose either the candle stick or because he doesn't want to lose the the oil, or he doesn't want to lose the wick, he's chayav. And if Yosef says, you're chayav for everything, you're patur for everything, unless you want to save the wick. If you want to save the wick, Rabbi Yosef says that you're chayav, but everything else he says, you're patur. The Gemara is now trying to clarify Rabbi Yosef. Why would Rabbi Yosef say that the only thing you're chayav on is if you're trying to save the wick? Kiman svirle, who does your life? If he holds like a Yehuda, who says, mitkaven chayav, then Even chayav. Why would he say that when you're trying to save the oil, your patur, he would say you start trying to save the oil, you also chayav. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? This is a key part, guys. Again, Rabbi Yehuda holds, if so, then who cares the fact that you were trying to save the oil? You should be chayav too. So if you hold like a real 
you'd be chayav to try to save the oil. V'yikra v'shimon, and if you don't like v'shimon, the devar shenim would come in, it's patur, then patilah nami lefton. You should patur for the patilah also, because what are you trying to do? You're trying to save, you don't want to waste your patilah, but you're not doing it to make your patilah better. You just don't want to waste the patilah. There's two different things. Are you trying to make your patilah better by putting it, extinguishing it? No, you just don't want it to get used up. That's not, that's not for the purpose of making it better. And if so, even Rabbi Shimon would also say that that case is also patur. So this Rabbi Yossi doesn't feel like Rabbi Yuda, and he doesn't feel like Rabbi Shimon either. Albert, you with me or no? Rabbi, they, they, they don't, meaning just because you, you turned it off for a different reason, you still turned it off. Correct. Well, so, so let's go through the two rabbis. If you say, if you say like Rabbi Yehuda, who says, Melecha, so who cares what you what, what why you did it? That's not why you even though you didn't do it, you have anyway, you have it all of them. And if it's like like Rabbi Shimon, called so you should batur on this also because you didn't need it, you didn't do it in order to make your wick better. You did it to save your wick. So it doesn't get ruined, but it's not to make your wick better. Everyone understand what I'm talking about here? This is the point. This is a key Gemara point. Uh, in. Isn't it us? Isn't it us? Regardless. Asur, yes, but not chayav uh, a korban. Okay. And we said chayav. Chayav means chayav a korban. Rabbi said poter mikulan chutz minapetila b'shem v'roshos amakam. Okay. Rabbi, um, the the cases that he put out the lent, the candles, so he could save the wig for later. Correct. And what what would he have to do to make it so he's chayav? We're going to see in a second. Okay. Should we have to doing something to make the wick better? So when uh, he did it, when he did it over here, according to the to the way we learned that, he, that it's exempt, the he did it to. No, just we, save we learned the that he's chayav by petila. Rabbi said poter mi kulan. He says you patur all chutz min petila pleshuv osapeham. Oh, oh, oh. So either he should be completely, either all of them should be chayav, or even the wig should be patur. Correct. Okay. Okay, good. Amar Ula, Ula says, no. Really old, I'm sorry, he holds that. Right? And therefore, he chayav on everything. Right? Right? But this, Rabbi Yossi is his own opinion. He holds really But he holds that in the Malachav Soter, Soter is the Malacha of destroying. Okay? So in general, in order, the, the Malacha of destroying is to destroy the rebuild. Okay? In the Mishkan, they would destroy something in order to rebuild it, okay? Now, Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion that if, for, for example, let's say I have a house. Okay, let's talk about the Binyan. There's building, Binyan, and Soter destroying. So destroying the house, if I have a, a Chrabe house, an Ichi house, and I want to knock it down to build my mansion there, so that knocking it down is Soter al-Minat that's a melacha in the Torah. But if I break the house 
because I want to let my anger out. I'm upset about coronavirus. I want to break the house. That will be my because I don't need to break. I don't, I'm not trying to break the house. I don't need the spot. I'm just trying to let my anger out. That's my Hashem. Good? Fine. Now, what about if I'm breaking the house in order to rebuild the house somewhere else, but not on this spot? I don't need this spot. I just want to take the house and rebuild it somewhere else. So if Yossi says that that case is not called Soten, because you don't need the spot over here. And therefore, he wants to say the same thing with lighting the candle. He says, he says, if you want to light it later on, that's nothing. But if you have in mind to light this thing again, you'd be patur. If you, why? Because you're soter, I'm not the blood of Makom Acher. Now. Hey, Rabbi, you sort of lost me. Okay, let me get you back. Hold on. Give me one second to get this clear. Hold on. Before I, uh, okay, hold on. Gonna get my example exact. Hold on. Okay, so let's go like this. Uh, we're comparing right now, Albert, we're comparing building and destroying to the idea of putting out the fire. Now, when you put out the wick, you're putting out the wick, you could be putting out the wick to save the oil or to save the wick. So Yossi says, when you're putting out the wick to save the oil, being that you're not touching the oil, you're touching the wick to save the oil, so therefore that's like destroying a house to rebuild it somewhere else because you're trying to what well, you're putting out this wick to save oil or you're putting out this wick to save the nerve right so when so you're putting out the wick to save the wick that rabiosi holds is like putting breaking a house to rebuild it in the same place because you're trying to put out the wick to save wick that would be place that's why you have in this and you put on so again he's potent and trying to save oil he's potent and trying to save the name but he's in the petila why because over there since it's the item you're putting out is what you're saving it's like you're trying to build in the same place is that clear to anyone clear wow okay good we got it mike you got that or no so so in All the right. end he winds up saying that it's, that it's Asur, but for a totally different reason than what we suspected. So he's saying that, again, Rabiosi is saying that when, when you're putting out the same oil or lamp, then you're Malachah She'em Because that's like destroying a house to rebuild it somewhere else. Because okay. you're not doing the Malachah on the item that you're trying to save. But when you're putting it out to save the wick, Rabiosi says, there, the Malachah is on the item that you're trying to save. That's like you, you, you're destroying to rebuild in the same place, and that's why he says Yechayat. Good? Yeah. Amalei Rabbah. So Rabbah challenged Ula Mechdi. Where do we know all the Malachot from? We know them from the Mishkan. In the Mishkan, what are you doing? You're destroying the Mishkan. When you, when you tip down the Mishkan to rebuild it, you took it down to rebuild it somewhere else. So how can you tell me 
taking it down to rebuild somebody else is not like they used to do in the Mishkan and Yipatur. That's what they did in the Mishkan. All they did was take down the Mishkan to put it up somewhere else. So then the Mishkan, when they took down the Mishkan to put it up somewhere else. How can you claim that's Matur? Mike, you hear me? Oh. And to the Amale, so he told him back, Shani Hatam. Since they always do everything al Hashem, Hashem tells them where to put it up. So wherever they put it up, that is its spot. It's like you rebuilt it in the same spot because since you put you, it was standing here. Where? In the place where Hashem said. And we're going to put it up later. Where we bring it up? In the place Hashem said. So it's like it's in the same place. What it's it's like when you rebuild something in the same place because since it's, they're both in the place where Hashem said, Irv, you with me? Are you with me, Mike? There, it's different. Okay, another answer. Hey, Rabbi, no, yes. One question. So that's on that is condition. Let's say I could say that oh, uh, uh, George wanted to build a house here, and now George telling us to build the house here. That be a sim- the same thing. George is not God. Yeah, uh, so I'm asking. Is that the same connotation, or it's just when Hashem says it, or it's a good question. The Granat explains that if you have a kid on on his on his mother's back. So, wherever he is, he doesn't even know where he is. He's just in his mother's car. He doesn't know where he is. I'm in my mother's car. Similarly, when you, in the Mishkan is different because the Mishkan only exists where Hashem wants it. But the house, there's other opinions going on. Like Albert said, the owner of the house is not God. But 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 the Mishkan is only where God is. I think it's only Hashem thing. Okay. No, Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold like until that was saying Rabbi Yossi holds like a Yehuda that he holds that Malachashin and Sekufa Chayav. According to Rabbi Yochanan, they say no. He says the Olam Really, he holds like a Shimon that Malachashin and Sekufa is Patur. What's different about Petila? Like this Rabbi is saying. Here we're talking about a wick that was never singed. In order to make your wick light well, you have to light it once first. This particular wick was never lit first. And therefore, when you put it out, you're not just saving the wick, you're also making the wick better. That's So therefore we could say, that really holds like a Bishamon. And every, that's why by the Ne'er Yipatur, by the Shem Yipatur. But Petila, since you're making it better also at the same time, you're not just saving the Petila. Since this was never, it was never sinned, you're making it good. You have that mic or no? So you're doing two, two in one troop posh. You're saving wick, but you're also making it, making the wick easier to light. That's why and he holds like Rabbi Shimon. Beautiful. Rabbi, what if it was already a... a, a, a then you be patur. Then you be patur. According to Rabbi Yochan, be patur. 
That, so that's enough Gemina between Rabbi Yochanan and Ula. According to Ula, if we, whether it was literary or not, it doesn't make a difference. You always, you always, you always chayav. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yossi will say patur. Good. Umayshna petila. Why is petila different? Tell Rabbi Nuna if you eat them or Rabbi Baraba. Hacha petilash tzitzik l'arav askinan. Debayi. This in this case, I feel Rabbi Shimon more than Rabbi Shimon will agree that you chayav. You come attacking mana because you're fixing the wick by doing it. You're making it better. I'm a rabba, so rabba brings a proof to Rabbi Yochanan. Dekanami. We could see from the language of the Mishnah that he was right. Every dekanami means it's a proof from language that that, that, that the pshat that was said by the Amorah is true. How do you see from the language of Mishnah? It says that it, because you're making a coal out of it, you see that you the reason why you chayav is because you're turning it into uh, uh, something that's usable. It doesn't mean because it becomes a becham, because you're making it becham, by you extinguishing it, you're making it easier to light. Shema Amina, we see from here that it's true. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah. Now we have to keep going, Rabbutai, because we've got to get ahead. Uh, we have Pesach coming up, we don't want to mess around. Says the Mishnah, There are three Averot that could cause a woman to die during childbirth. If they're not careful with either the laws of Nida or the laws of Chala or the laws of lighting Shabbat candles. Says the Imam, What's the reason why Nida causes women to die in childbirth? She messed up with her insides, with her Nida laws. That's why she'll get hit with childbirth, which has to do with her insides. Says, that's good for Nida. How are you going to follow that logic onto Chala and They don't take place inside the body. So it says, like a rabbi from the Galil said, in front of Rav Chista. Just like I put, gave life to you by giving you a Revi'it of Dam. So also, I gave you rules about Dam. So the, your life that I gave you, the Dam that I gave you, is connected to the rules of the Dam that I gave you. I called the Jews the first that's why I challenge you at first. So you only have the right to be a Jew and be called Reshit if you keep the rules of Reshit, which is the rules of Chalah. The Neshama I put in you is called a candle. And that's why I warned you that you better light Shabbat candles if you want to keep your Neshama. If you keep all the laws, good. I will take you in the Shema back. Why did the woman die in Shabbat? I understand they have to die. Why is Rabbah laid down? So we're going to have a few different reasons. Reason of Rabbah. Once your cow fell down, so you might as well sharpen the knife. Meaning, the guy has a cow. And he's playing this photo soon. 
It's hard to get the cow to look, to, to, to tip over in order to be able to shift it. When you, it's when cows don't tip easily. But if it falls on its own, yalla, let's shift it already. So similarly, once a woman's in sakana, so Hashem might decide if it's time to go, we'll decide to, to, to take it. Which means, if uh, you have a shifcha who gets something bad to a master, you'll hit her, you give her, give her one hit for everything. Similarly, once she's getting hit, we'll give her a hit for everything on this also. Once she's getting labor pains, we add death to it as well. Which means, uh, what, what Hashem does is, you leave the drunk guy, he'll fall on his own. Similarly, uh, a woman who gives birth needs a lot of nachalim And if a, the woman is messing around with the da'o chala, so Hashem says, oh, you know what? Figure it out on your own. And she falls on her own. That's how, that's how, uh, it works during childbirth according to Akista. Raya Hagara which means if the shepherd is lame and the goats are quick, when the goat gets to the pen, he hits him for what he did wrong, meaning if the so similarly, and when they come home, they get the cheshbon for everything they did wrong. Also, the woman, when she's body, so sometimes Hashem doesn't remember all the, doesn't mention to her all the things. But when she has to come home, when she's giving birth, that's when she gets punished. Papa Amar, Abab which means, at the door of the store, they give out mezonot. That's where the wealth is. In a place where people are losing, meaning at the store, where there's a lot of food, people give out tzedakah. In a place where there's not a lot of food, people don't want to give tzedakah. So therefore, when a woman's giving birth, that's a time where, uh, where Hashem does not Give extra tzedakah, and Hashem can come and collect for other sins. The gavri hechem so that's good for ladies. What about men? When do men get checked to see if what they're doing is right or wrong? When they cross a bridge, that's when Hashem has to see if they're worthy of making a cross. Geshem to Lord, just a bridge. Emma can geshem. Anytime they do something dangerous. When they're bungee jumping, Hashem checks to see if they deserve to make it through. Rav, lo mamabra. Rav would not go on a boat. There was a goy on it. Amar, he'd say, Maybe Hashem wants to kill the goy, and I'll get killed with him. So you wouldn't go on a boat together with a goy. That's Rav. Shmuel would only want to go on a boat with a goy. Why? The opposite theory. Because he said, Amar, sitna betray uma lo shalit. You never have a sitna, you never have a trouble coming against two nations at the same time. 
usually. Therefore, if either him or me, but if we're both on it, we should be saved. Rabbi would check the boat for holes before he got on it. And he followed his reasoning. He's a person who should never stand in Makom Sakana. If they do do an Esrim, they'll take away from your Zikhuyot. How do we know? Where the Pasuk that says that they'll take away from Zikhuyot. And when Yaakov says, Yaakov is worried that when he goes to Esav and Hashem saves him, Hashem might take away from his zechuyot. From Zerah, the Yom Deshuta, on a day when they had a, 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 a southern wind, which is a dangerous wind, would not knock off a tree, he would not walk amongst the date trees, he was afraid they would fall on him. Amar Bitzak prayed the Rav Yehuda. Person should always request mercy that he doesn't get sick. Shimichekot, if you get sick, Omrim Law, Habaz Zakut, I'll tell you, bring a Zakut and you'll get out of it. So try not to get sick. Amar Ukma, Maikra, where the Pasuk says, Ki pull up no family man. It says, when you don't put up a gate, then the one who falls will fall off your roof. And we learn, Mimenu, it comes on you to bring a, bring a proof that you should be saved. When you're on a place that's dangerous, you have to bring a proof that you're okay to get out of it. Otherwise, you don't get out of it. This guy who fell, we're calling him an Ophel already from the six days of creations. He was going to be a fuller. Even though he didn't fall, fell. The Torah calls him a faller even before he fell. You think, listen to the Pasuk. Pasuk says, when the faller will fall from your thing. It sounds like he's already a faller before he falls. Hashem was decreeing he's going to fall. You're right. Hashem is just trying to tell you to make sure he doesn't fall off your porch. Because if he falls off your porch, it's a sign that you're not a zakai. You're not someone who has merits. Because Hashem wouldn't make it happen through you. If, if you had the right merits. Okay. I think we'll stop over here. Okay, we'll stop right over here, smack in the middle of Lamed Bet Any questions, guys? Okay, we'll see you all if you want to come at 10 o'clock for a Zoom. Thank you, Rabbi. Does that mean... Does that mean a, a woman can go bungee jumping since their sakana time is 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 uh shad letan? Yes, book your wife a, a bungee jumping trip tomorrow, please. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Tell them what. Okay, bye. But you don't go, just there. I'd like to see if your wife will do that. Let's see. She'll go without you. That's a new one. All right, she wants to go and do this stuff. I, I'm like, I, I don't do this stuff. You did it in camp already. No, I don't do that. I don't do bungee jumping. <laughs> Take care. Thank you very much. All right.